everyone and welcome to another Scots Way Hey podcast. And this one is about this year's Glasgow Short Film Festival, which is on from the 22nd to the 26th of March. And I'm joined by Programme Director San Jewell and filmmaker Duncan Cowles. Hello, both. <clears throat> Hello. Thank you for having us. It's yeah. an absolute pleasure. San, can you give us a bit of background to the festival and what people can expect this year? Yeah, sure. So we're um, uh, uh, Scotland's leading short film event. Um, uh, we're going into our 16th edition this year, uh, so it's been going for a while. Um, those who know us will know we, we used to be part of uh, Glasgow Film, Glasgow Film Theatre. So we, for years, we were um, a project of Glasgow Film and we sort of sat as the opening weekend of the main festival. And then uh, since 2015, we've been sort of our own four or five days in March. Um, yeah, and then obviously had a few online editions, and this is the second physical one since the pandemic, and the first one where we're not doing also an online festival, so we're fully back in person, which is really nice. Um, yeah, what people can expect, uh, quite a lot. We've got um, uh, sort of a Lebanese focus this year, which is supported by British Council, which involves sort of uh, screenings and live events and a masterclass. Uh, we've got um, uh, artist focus on uh, Barbara Wagner and Benjamin de Burka, an artist duo, which I can talk a bit more about later if you want. Um, we've got a, a strand on artificial intelligence in filmmaking, sort of quite experimental films that collaborate with AI tech. Uh, in general, quite a lot of threads in the program around um, performance and, and the politics of spaces and reclaiming spaces. Um, yeah, and then like our competition and our competitions and our usual stable programming. So like comedy, horror, like really fun late night animations um, and a few parties, obviously. Of course. And just now that you're separate from the, the film festival itself, have you found that that's given you greater autonomy to do things your own way and go down different strands or has it not made a difference? Um, I think we were always, I think we always had quite a lot of autonomy on what we put on. Um, it's it, So I suppose it sort of went in two stages in the sense that we were still a project of Glasgow Film when we became, when we sort of had our own dates and festival from 2015. But then in 2019, we also became an independent organisation. Um, so we're an independent charity. We still collaborate with, with Glasgow Film quite a lot, but we are, we are our own thing. And I think that's sort of, you know, on the one hand, that's made things uh challenging in terms of not having that structure of a wider organization but I think it's also given us quite a lot of freedom to to sort of mold ourselves more and how we want to be and what we want to focus on and yeah. and Duncan what are you showing at this year's festival what's your involvement uh <clears throat> so I'm showing uh a couple of films so I've got a film in the Scottish competition and a film in the comedy uh program so um can tell you about them if you want. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, the uh, the comedy one's quite easy. Well, it's easy to explain, but it's 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 a one minute film that I made um, for I suppose for a laugh, and then hopefully it um, make makes people laugh. Um, it's called Skyscape, and it's um, it's basically a lot of shots of seascapes, and then I'm just sighing over the background. So it's um, it's like a sort of little palate cleanser of a film, um, not to be taken too seriously. Um, and uh, then my other films, like a 19 minute film about what I suppose my, well, my granny died um, and I kind of, the film is sort of like me dealing with that in the kind of months afterwards and making 
I sort of make 16 very short films within the one film as a way to kind of process the feelings that I had at the time, the feelings of like, well, yeah, sad, sadness. It was a, yeah, sort of um, stuff like that. So yeah, it maybe sounds a little bit um, depressing, but hopefully it's not uh, completely. It has, it has comedy in it as well. It's a, it's a tragic comic. Yeah. Yeah, it's hopefully got a sense of humor and yeah. also like some emotion uh, in there. Mm. So I, I was kind of it was a weird one because I, I I made a film about my granddad dying when he died, and I was really resistant to make another film about a grandparent dying. So I don't want to be the guy that just makes films about his dead relatives. Um, and but I just kind of couldn't do anything else. Like I sort of kept coming up with these ideas like all the time for films, but they kept kind of linking back to her in some way and so I was like I'm just gonna have to deal with this and I thought well how about I just make all of the ideas and put them in the one film so originally there was like 30 ideas and obviously I had to cut that down a bit um and it's always still quite long 19 minutes but hopefully it doesn't feel long because you're you're basically getting like 16 mini films within the one film um so yeah hopefully it's good I've not shown it before so this will be the first screening so yeah it might it might be terrible people might not like it um but hopefully they do i mean it's yeah. maybe useful to say that there's like a, a, a duncan's shown at gsff a lot i think most of the editions i've been involved you've had a film and festival and they have always gone down well so i think <laughs> i don't yeah. think we should worry too much hopefully hopefully it keeps keeps going with that yeah i think i, I mean glasgow to talk about the festival mm -hmm. uh, the they were the first people to ever show a film of mine back in 2012 so and I think almost every year since then I've had a film in although I don't the last two years before this I don't think I did but um but yeah they've been like massively supportive of my career from the very beginning so I think and I've gone on to do other work and tv work and all this sort of thing but actually the very first people almost to sort of support me on that journey of showing my work was was Glasgow um short film festival so yeah it's a really important festival for like starting out filmmakers as well as people who've been doing it a few years like me. That's interesting and Sana do you recognize that as a really important part of what the festival does? Yeah I do I mean I think we are we always sort of describe it as you know we're a festival that on the one hand um, really celebrates short film as its own art form and, 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 and really wants to sort of develop an audience for that because I think there is we we do sort of look for kind of you know, formal innovation and experimentation and the kind of what what that form opens up that maybe more commercial structures in cinema don't. Um, but I think the other part of what we are is a talent development platform, particularly for Scottish filmmakers. And and I think looking at like, like Duncan, but I think looking at a lot of filmmakers that have come through us, whether it's in like the Scottish uh, competition or internationals, there's there's it's it's really nice seeing people come back with mm. short film work and keep and, and they keep making short film work. But a lot of them have also then gone on to do features and a lot and a lot bigger work. So it's you know it it is I think like um, a recent example in Scotland is um, Adura Onoshili's uh, Girl, which opened Glasgow Film Festival and it premiered at Sundance this year. And her previous short expensive shit won our jury and our audience award. Um, so it's quite nice to see that, you know, because it, it that is I think it is such a core part of our remit to do that and to like place those filmmakers 
in a context of international work, but also make sure they have access to international industry and form those connections. And because I think Duncan as well um, has, and and a few other people could uh, have from your generation <laughs> say like they have sort of formed really nice links with people in our circuit internationally, and that's then led to other collaborations. So so as yeah, it's important. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you, Duncan, since you've been showing films at Glasgow. Are there now other places to show them, or is it still quite difficult to get your stuff screened? Um, yeah, I mean, I think because I suppose because I've got a track record of showing short film work and continually making short film work, I have had decent success with sort of showing work at other short film festivals and other festivals. Um, but I mean, it's still, I wouldn't say it was ever easy. You know, every new film is sort of, Sometimes you feel like you're still starting from scratch, even though you know some of the connections and the programmers. I think it's still, you know, they're not going to show your film just because they, you know, like your chat. I think they're still going to judge the film on its own thing. So, um, so I would never say it's easy, but I think definitely places like Glasgow has allowed me to meet other programmers and then develop connections and then yeah has probably led to showing my work in other places well has definitely led to showing my work in other places um so yeah and winning I mean I won the jury award at Glasgow in 2015 and and 2016 um and that also kind of like really exposed me to sort of like a lot more festivals who would get in touch because you'd won an award so they were like must be worth looking at and then they end up showing your work and that's kind of yeah, so it has it's yeah been massively like beneficial. Um, so, and you spoke there about the two films you're having uh, on this year, and one of them's a minute, and one of them's nineteen minutes. Um, yeah. This is maybe a stupid question, but is there a limit? What what constitutes a short film? I guess. So, I mean, what would you say? This is you know, this is um, ninety minute. No, that's ridiculous. So how how do you choose that? Or is that part of the programming? Um. Oh, this is, I feel like this is not this is not a short answer. I'm going to give you, but um, I suppose I suppose I I don't think you can like really say this is this is a like, like a lot of festivals would sort of say you know anything from sixty minutes is a feature, mm -hmm. um, but then a lot of festivals also won't accept shorts over 25, 30 minutes, and then everything between it is mid length. The stuff we accept in our submissions is up to fifty minutes, which a lot of the time I then wonder like is that useful because a film of that length when we get when we get a 40 minute film sent to us, it needs to be really stand out for it to take up that space, obviously. Um, and and I, so I think on that level, it's it's sort of a complex question, but we, me and my colleague kind of consider it, kind of consider short film more in a way that it's sort of, it is the length it needs to be. And and that is be, that is beneficial because I suppose it's made not with a kind of, commercial or distribution perspective in mind in a normal cinema so it's not like I need to fit in this two-hour slot kind of yeah. thing um you know we've shown and and this is obviously a bit of a joke but it, but it's an illustration of <laughs> the ethos is that we've shown uh we had a, a focus on um an artist called Kevin Jerome Everson a couple of years ago uh and he that he has a, a million short films which is an, an incredibly body incredible body of work but he also did an eight-hour film that is essentially like in real time life in a factory in the US. So they're working day in a factory and the whole process of that film is sitting through it as it's a working day. And so we made a joke about, well, it's a short film because 
it's sort of it can't be anything but that length you know and I think it's sort of also what we look for in the form is that it uses the time it has to use in a way and the opposite extreme of that is SciScape, um, which I see on your website described as a microfilm, and I think I'm not sure I knew what that is, but then I watched it and I could totally see uh, what that is. Is it really is just um, as you said, they, that takes as long as it takes, in the same way as the eight-hour film took as long as it takes. Yeah, that's interesting because I had never. I sat down to watch it and thought. Oh, it's over already. I hadn't thought that that was the, the length it was meant to be. And it's also really interesting because I started sighing in response to it. <laughs> it was yeah. like a Pavlovian thing, you know? <laughs> Which yeah, I mean, it's, it's a problem now because I, I sigh a lot. And every time I sigh, <laughs> it just reminds me of the film. And so I'm kind of continually haunted by my own film in everyday life, which is an odd, an odd thing. But it's... Uh, yeah, it's yeah. I hope uh, yeah. I, I think I described it as a micro short just because I thought, well, it's tiny in it. It's sort of like it's almost mm. not. But but yeah, I don't know. I, th I don't know if micro shorts are a real thing or not. I just call it a micro short because I mean there are there are sort of festivals that have entire sections dedicated to just under three minutes and you know, which is also its own interesting yeah. exercise. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't want a 19-minute version of Sciescapes. No. Put it that way. <laughs> I'm sure there's someone who's done that. You could probably loop it. You just loop it on YouTube. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what's going to happen next, definitely. I can see that. <laughs> 24 hours. 24 hour Sciescape channel. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> so, Sarah, how do you approach it, um, programming a festival? Is it a kind of never ending 12 month process? Um, I wouldn't say, well, I mean, to an extent, I'm, uh, I suppose it is, but there's definitely months where it's a lot busier than others. Um, yeah, as, I suppose our programming kind of works in, it has two two sides to it, I suppose, because there's all the all the stuff um, that we do around the competitions, which are kind of the core of our program, but but they are drawn from a call, an open call for submissions. So that's open for like six months at a year. And this year we got just over 4,000 films, a couple of hundred will be from Scotland, all the rest is international. Um, and for that, we um, kind of work with a big team of, of freelance pre-selectors right. uh, and we go through, you know, every film gets watched twice, that they're being rated, they're being commented on every month. We kind of have a little chat together and the end of that process is kind of draw, drawing up a long list and then going through a selection process with the team uh, to, to kind of get to the final competitions. Um, and that's sort of, so that's a slightly different process because we are trying to then curate them in a way that that has some thematic cohesion but it's but that's not how we set out because it's more about what is in our opinion the most interesting new works that's come out um so there's that and then the other part of the festival all the special programming and thematic programming that's much more it starts from concept it starts from what theme do we want to explore what do we want to focus on what artists do we want to highlight and invite over um and then that's more of a you know that from there you then start the research process via scouting at other festivals or doing doing research in other ways um and that I think it's sort of weird you know I think some festivals will have a very clear thematic framework per year we don't really do this like I'll look at stuff I'm interested in and then usually gradually along the year it kind of teases out threads and and you kind of shape it in that way so there are things in today's program uh, this year's program like other years where like these are the things that kind of are, you know, coming to the surface, but it's not a clear, this is what we're doing um, approach. You know, it's, there's, I think there's quite a lot of different 
little discourses going on throughout it. So, yeah. And Duncan, you've taken your films to other festivals now. How does the Glasgow Short Film Festival compare? How does it differ <laughs> at all? Uh, well, uh, yeah. The lulls. <laughs> yeah, Glasgow's. Uh, I mean, it's 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 different because it's. I say, well, I mean, I live in Edinburgh, but I sort of think of Glasgow Short Film Festival as like my home festival. It's like the the sort of it's the one where you go and you you catch up with loads of people that are filmmakers that you haven't seen in ages or don't get a chance to see, and then you meet new filmmakers and you kind of get a gauge on like what's happening in the short film scene in in. In Scotland, so it's very different to say going to like a festival abroad where you might know less people, mm-hmm. and yeah, so it's just it's a sort of different thing. So you know, I would say it's definitely one of my favourite festivals, if not if not my favourite. But it's obviously very different to going to like some festival in like Portugal and where it's like really sunny and you get to like sit outside and like have cocktails and stuff. That's that's a very different experience to <laughs> Glasgow, but it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't sit here and say it's uh, anything but good, obviously. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I hadn't thought about the industry side of things, but I guess you are meeting up with fellow filmmakers that you might not see the rest of the time. Aye, I mean, it's a it's a pretty small. Well, it's small. It's a small industry in that you tend to start to know everyone, but in the, at the same time, I still keep meeting new people. So, I think that's just because I'm getting older and there's new people all the time. Like it changes, isn't it? But. Um, but it is like an industry within itself. And I think specifically like the short short film industry can be quite its own thing. Like Sana was saying, it's like an art form in itself. And it's like one of the most, it's a more immediate way of expressing yourself than say, like I'm making a feature length documentary at the moment and it's been going on for like seven years. <laughs> what I was feeling at the start of making that probably very different to now what I'm feeling like you it changes whereas when you're making a short film like something like Sizecape you can literally express yourself very quickly in a short space of time and get it out and that's like really satisfying as a creative person to be able to do that so I always champion kind of like short films as yeah from an artist point of view like it's like I, I don't see myself stopping making them even though the the expectation is you'll go on and do TV and feature length projects and all that. And that's kind of the way that the industry, I think, pushes you, which is good because I do want to do those things as well. But I think there should always be a place for like, yeah, short films as well. And and not like I, I don't, I'm not in, you know, yeah, not going to be stopping making them soon. It'd be like saying to like, a, try to think of an example, like a painter, why have you painted another picture? you know like if you know i mean it's like yeah. why i think like, i mean yeah. sorry to interrupt. i think it's also that sort of because that i think that pressure and that expectation of you know that you, you go on to do feature-length work is much more prevalent within you know narrative fiction narrative documentary but then mm-hmm. obviously when you look at a lot of sort of experimental filmmaking animation artist moving image work a lot of them stay within like a short form format because it's just i mean in terms of a sort of access the type of audience the budgets available you know I, I think that all kind of plays into it in, in those forms yeah it's really interesting because um i speak to a lot of writers and some of them you know they've started out short story writers and are very very good short story writers but they feel that same pressure to well when's the novel coming out <laughs> and some of them don't write the novel or need to stop writing because of that very pressure whereas 
for me, a great short story collection, a great short story writer is fantastic. And it seems to be mm. similar, I think, with short film. Yeah, it's funny this that the that analogy because I think that that does hold up with a lot of uh, narrative work, but but I always like I think a lot, like people sort of make that analogy of like you know a short a short story versus a, a novel, um, and I act like I actually think short film is a lot. It's if you're gonna put it in that literary uh, comparison, mm. I think it's a lot more like poetry because mm. I think formally and and structurally like a, a lot of it or a lot of the stuff that we show at least. I think that analogy fits it a lot better. Yeah. Um, and that I think that also make more makes more sense because you're not going to tell a poet like you know write a novel like it's not the same thing. Yeah, it's that's that's interesting. Um, it allows for more experimentation perhaps with yeah. everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and you've spoken about competition, Sana, and how important that is. Can you take us through some of the competitions? <laughs> <laughs> so we have two we've got um the scottish competition um and then and that's four programs uh and then the bill douglas award competition which is the international one that's six programs so i think the scottish one it comes to something like 22 24 films and the bill douglas one just under 30 i think um and yeah i mean both of them are are we try and especially in the international one we try and make sure it's sort of from a very that like it's formally diverse, you know, in terms of geographical backgrounds, ever like so duration as well. So there's it's sort of what we think is the most interesting, but then also how we showcase uh, the the most you know varied uh, collection of work. Um, and each of those competitions has a jury award attached and audience award attached. Um, so the juries are our juries are always sort of made up of international and national industry ex uh, experts who attend the festival. Um, and then since last year, we've started doing the Young Scottish Filmmaker Prize, which is sort of our third competition it's in collaboration with GFT as well. Um, and that's sort of for really, you know, filmmakers just starting out. Um, one of the programs is films that have had no support whatsoever. So entirely made independently without any funding. Um, and so that's quite been quite a nice project to be involved in because it's sort of it's sort of now, you know, I mean, it's really interesting to, to then see what people are doing on absolutely nothing and, you know, really, really young filmmakers. But it'll be interesting to see what they're then doing next. And, you know, the the hope the hope is then obviously that at some point you see them come in, they go into Scottish competition, like see that kind of arc happen over the next couple of years. And you mentioned um, the pandemic. Did you? Were there films made during that time that perhaps wouldn't have been made otherwise that you've yeah. discovered? So many. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, uh, I mean, it's interesting because obviously there were a ton of the, the year, the first year after the pandemic kicked off, the first call for submissions we did was just, there are so many lockdown films, mm. you know, and a lot of them were, I mean, Duncan's probably, like, you've probably been exposed to that to an extent as well, but, like, there's so many films that were, like, okay, I'm going to make something in my room. And a lot of that wasn't great, and it was quite depressing because it's not something you want to be confronted with. But then there's been amazing work that's come from that. Our last, um, so our uh, winner of the international competition last year was made in the director's room, but it's, but, but the, like, he's been so innovative with what he did. It was a, a documentary. And... That's that went on to to win ITFA in Amsterdam, you know, when essentially the biggest documentary festival in the world. So like, so it was quite, like a lot of people did really, really interesting creative stuff in that time. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. It was Did funny. you do anything in reaction to that? Was that... Well, uh, it would sort not. I mean, I'd, it was weird because I'd just finished that film I mentioned earlier about my granddad dying. I made this film in my kind of mum and dad's back garden where I filmed all these insects, like really, really small, and talked about like feelings of like, yeah, kind of what I was feeling at the time when he, when he died. And um, everyone assumed that was like a lockdown film, but actually I'd done it a few months before. It could have been a lockdown film, but actually I'd done it before that. And actually a lot of my films could well have been, like I've made films where I've done it entirely in a living room or, um, I mean, most of the one this year, the the one with my granny, a lot of that is done in like, well, in this, in this room and my living room and a lot of it's done at home. So a lot of my films could be lockdown films, but actually they weren't. I don't think I did anything in lockdown. I was doing a TV series during lockdown, so I was doing all the planning for that and then filmed that that year. So that I was doing something, but not a, not any real short form work that year. But, um, but yeah, I sort of felt like, well, let, let everyone else do something at home for once. Like, I'll take a break, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I think you mentioned that SciScape is in the comedy. So is there a comedy strand? Is that kind of how you would... Um... It's not a strand, but we have sort of staple programming that comes back each year. And one of them is, uh, is Shorts and Giggles, um, which is our, our late night comedy program. And then there's another one, uh, Scared, Shortlist, Scared Shortlist, which is a horror program. So they, those two come back every year and we kind of draw from partly from submissions and partly from stuff that we found elsewhere to to curate those. And they're like, you know, they always do well. They're crowd pleasing programs. So. And are there any other highlights you can tell us about? Because it's not as simple as just screening films. There's other stuff going on, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of stuff going on. So um, so the, the Lebanese focus I mentioned, that's sort of in, in, in collaboration with Beirut Shorts, which I suppose is sort of our, our equivalent in uh, Lebanon. Um, and the artistic director there has put together two programmes of work for us. Um, and then there's one film screening in there, uh, which, which won Sundance last year. Um, and that director's coming over for a masterclass uh, as well. And then the lead in that film, uh, the film's called Warsha, the lead actor in that film um, is a kind of multidisciplinary performance artist um, based in Beirut. So he's coming over to do a sort of music dance performance in CCA. Oh, wow. And that will then follow, be followed by DJ sets by like local DJs, uh, Hiba and How Bazaar, um, all in CCA. So that'll be really good. And um, we're doing like a late night animation program called Welcome to the Multiverse which is all these sort of like quite bonkers animations, but then that's followed by a DJ set again, which will have sort of animation visuals projected alongside of it. Um, we're doing a walk. So we're showing a film, um, so our event Camino to Cop, it's sort of two films about, um, one film is of Walking on Thin Ice, which is a kind of document of this walk that happened um, in the lead up to COP26. It was a walk that happened from London to Glasgow over, eight, I want to say eight weeks, eight weeks. So like thousands of people did this walk and it was documented, it was made into a documentary film. Um, and then there's another short film that we're screening with that, um, which is about ind indigenous activists in the Amazon also coming to Glasgow around the time of COP26. And so we're screening those together with a conversation, but in the lead up to that, we're kind of, doing the last five miles of the original walk um, yeah. so the audience can join that walk and then have a communal meal together before the screening so it's things like that yeah. um, and there's a few other so there's like artist conversations as well um, and yeah in general a lot of a lot of social socializing and drinks and music and you know and Duncan is there anything you're particularly looking forward to 
Uh, I mean, yeah, I kind of all of it. I mean, I suppose showing the film. I don't know if I'm looking forward to showing the film, or I'm probably nervous more than it's a nervous looking forward to showing um, showing my film films. Um, but I suppose it's the social thing is massively key because it can be quite isolating being like a freelance documentary filmmaker is sort of um i'm on my own a lot of the time so it's, it's just nice to actually go and like chat and, and be with other people and um, so yeah that's that's probably what i'm looking forward to the most yeah how else i might want to flag up i don't know if you're any of if, you know maybe some of your listeners have children <laughs> but um duncan's doing another do you want to talk about this like he's you're doing another little bit at the festival which is new yeah i don't know how to describe what i'm doing other than the, <laughs> so it's like on the Sunday right that's I don't yeah, actually so know, know what time it is but that, it's on the it's, Sunday it's on the Sunday morning when we always have our family shorts program so it's sort of family animations for all ages and it follows it's always followed by an animation workshop and then Duncan's now doing a sort of special thing yeah so I'm kind of like going to scan I'm going to scan people in 3d and oh. or let them scan each other in 3d and build a little well, give people 3D models of themselves um, that they can, well, digital 3D models themselves, not physical ones, and they can take that away. Or I'm going to place them into like a little miniature scene, um, digital 3D scene that we can then like show um, show on, on social media, or we can, uh, yeah. I don't know what we're going to do with it, to be honest, but um, yeah, we're going to do that. It's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah Basically, scanning, I learned how to do it, and I thought, well, I might as well do something with this skill and so kind of pitch this idea of scanning people scanning originally I was going to say can I scan every single person at the festival but we've reined that in a bit to um, <laughs> just just scanning which is probably for the best just scanning uh yeah each other during this little Sunday morning workshop it's a bit of fun for kids but I think actually adults will probably have quite a laugh with it as well because it's it scans you pretty accurately but then it'll occasionally get the technology sort of sometimes gets stuff wrong so you might have like a massive ear or something so it, it it's yeah it's a bit of a laugh so yeah sunday morning come and get scanned by me if you want <laughs> there you go there's an offer you can't refuse <laughs> oh, that sounds brilliant and with you know you mentioned the kind of social aspect and, and uh, having kind of events in the cca and stuff it does seem to me start to go out to um, events and festivals again that there's a real um desire to get back to what it was like before and and meet up and talk in person is that something that you've found as well Sorry. Do you wanna, ah. wanna, yeah, um yeah i mean i i have had a lot of uh i've been doing a lot of thinking about that over the last year or two i think especially since we've sort of been going back to things like um i found I, i'm sort of really happy to see that people are really going back you know I heard GFF had, has had a, a great turnout like really good audiences um I've heard this from a few other people I think last year it was it was quite a different picture I spoke to a lot of festivals our peers who all kind of encountered the same that like attendance was down a lot and I think it took a lot of time for people to come back to that and I feel I've gotten back to that later maybe than everyone else because I still um I find planning really hard still and and especially I think because we've all sort of I suppose our relationship to where we live has changed quite a lot like I noticed that I don't really you know I live in Glasgow Southside and and unless I have to I will not cross the river you know <laughs> like it's 
it's sort of um so going into town to me is is still quite a thing where I'm like oh do I have to go into town and I was a bit worried about that with the festival um whether other people would have that that same feeling but then I noticed people are really going back and you know ticket sales are going well and all this kind of stuff so it's it's sort of making me quite happy to, to to see that because I think I'm just a bit later with it than most others. Um, so yeah, I I'm sure I'm sure it's all still shifting and yeah. everyone has a different relation to it, but but it seems to be going the right way. So yeah, and I think with things like festivals particularly, but also just gigs in general, the it's an individual thing. But the more people kind of do it, the more they kind of I think relax into it. I hope anyway. Yeah. Done, yeah, yeah. What about yourself? What has been your experience? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been going to stuff and festivals again for like I was at festivals last year and things, and it just felt like kind of normal again, really. Um, but there was it did take a while to get to that. Like, I don't think I was at, I didn't come to Glasgow Short Film Festival last year because like all my pals had COVID at the time, so yeah. it's just like it was still kind of going on at that point. Um, whereas this year, I'm not concerned about that you know it's mm. like oh, yeah I'm gonna be there for most of the weekend and uh looking forward to it kind of being like like it was before um so yeah but obviously it took a while for for things to get back but um I'm, I'm, the, the pandemic now feels quite a while ago in my head if that makes sense yeah I just talking to you about the, the festival you know the excitement and what's going to happen and everything it's going to palpable and I think uh, for people when they hear that you know they themselves think yeah that's a place I want to to be and with that in mind how best can people find everything about the <laughs> festival and get tickets um so our website is glasgowshort.org which is where you can sort of browse the program and it'll take you better you know every event will take you we've got a ticketing platform um a new ticketing platform this year so that's all via our own website um all our socials are at glasgow short and um, one word so that you can find everything you need there and sort of be teased with little like trailers and, and little bits um yeah i think that's sort of the main the main ones to go to you have we have a newsletter you can sign up for um and then during the festival, uh, our festival hub is Civic House, um, which is sort of just north of Cowcan and Subway by the canals. Um, and that's kind of where, you know, a lot of us will be hanging out a lot of the time. It's where our kind of industry drinks are. Uh, our guest desk is there. So it's always a good place to come to if you want more info of stuff that's happening or, you know, if you want people to give you advice or guidance, like that's a good place. And then everything else is happening in GFT and CCA. Brilliant. And I'll put links to all of those uh, when this podcast goes out. But for now, thanks so much to both of you for talking to me. I've really enjoyed it and I really can't wait to see the festival for myself. Yeah, thank you. Thanks very much. Yeah. Thank and we'll be back soon with someone completely different. Yeah.